This is exactly right. number 16 that's right georgia 16 what did you do for your 16th birthday oh my mom threw me a surprise party um that was actually fun that's cute and then we were at my house and then we all it was a bunch of people from my school and then we all watched friday the 13th that night sounds amazing turned the lights out watched a scary movie um was it a real like I've never known anyone who has been like and it was a surprise or I was like I planned my surprise party or I pretended that I didn't know about it no my mom was so good that she faked a fight beforehand so I didn't even suspect I can't do that there was any possibility it was like this thing of like at one point I was like well I just would like to make a plan of some kind and she was like she was like well I wish you weren't so selfish and like this thing where I was like whoa that was weird like yeah. it kind of made me uncomfortable I was like this isn't we're now in a weird area where and you've never birthday attacked me before and then she did it for the setup where I really wouldn't expect anything when I got home I threw Allie a surprise party a couple of years ago and like I'm so bad at I'm so bad at secrets like I just don't have any clearly I've told everything in my life on a podcast so like I couldn't see her before it and so she or you'd give it away yeah yeah so she spent her entire birthday alone and got really depressed oh no <laughs> and no one would go out like no one was like do you want to go to lunch because everyone was like yeah we're gonna see her tonight at the surprise party <laughs> and she got like super depressed oh no it was like she felt like she's being iced out yeah but really I was like no I'm throwing you a big surprise party with all your friends and then we were, I was like, we were pretending to go to dinner, a couple of the girls. And so we were like waiting in, hiding in the driveway to like surprise her when they pulled up and the car pulled up and we had like silly string and all these poppers and we attacked the car and it wasn't her. <gasps> no. It was my, na- it was my neighbor. <laughs> and she was so freaked the fuck out. Yeah, I bet she was. So I'm real good at stuff. <laughs> silly string. Yay. Yeah, right. Yay. This po- and she had a dog in her car. The dog was like losing its mind. Anyway. That's hilarious. Yeah. But then was it a good surprise once the, it was the real yes, surprise? She cried. Oh, good. She cried. Thank God. That's all you want. Yep. You need real tears and you know you did a good job. You know? 16. Anyways, this has been the birthday party podcast. Anyways. Please email us with your 16-year-old <laughs> memories. Who doesn't want to hear about those? I bored myself <laughs> one sentence into my own recounting. of. I of loved like, it. I think it's oh. sweet because you have like, it's like a sweet memory of your mom and like a nice thing she did and like it's also that thing well here's what I really remember that I wasn't saying is I was wearing this two piece esprit like blazer pantsuit thing because I had a speech meet that day that was I don't know what that is I wish I could find esprit the brand esprit no a speech meet Oh, oh, a speech meet is like when you <laughs> don't make me explain it. Okay. It's for nerds. Okay. It's basically like drama department when you don't have a drama department. Okay. So you go do like a humorous interpretation or, or like dramatic debate. interpretation. Exactly. Okay. It's like a more artistic debate. Esprit. So I, I can't a, picture you in anything but full goth. Dude, the reason I wear f- my no patterns, no colors yeah. is because I would do things in high school that I'm still <laughs> cringing over to this day. And this oh is free two piece white with black and peach colored triangles all over it 
like I looked like I was like the saxophone player <laughs> in like a bad band. It was so rough. When you said Barbara from Stranger Things cosplayed as a receptionist, an 80s receptionist, it's because you knew what you were talking about. I know exactly what I was talking about. Wow. And she was, that was like earlier 80s, but yeah. I was later 80s where everybody was feeling it, where it's like you, everyone was trying to look like Pat. Pardon me, Pat Benatar yeah. in that video where she escapes to go be a dancer. Yeah. Um, a, a paid dancer. Right. In a dance, is... dancing with men club. So everything's torn. Like I had yeah. a lot of outfits that I tried to make it look like people were grabbing my clothes <laughs> as I ran out of a, I like don't you know, were being pit. actively assaulted. Yes. All the time. Shred, shred, shred. And then, oh, I guess I'm here at the like, dance. Like, look at me, my hair, a fumble. Oh my. <laughs> a fumble. I made that up just now. A fumble. That's my new word. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know who my, my style icon was, even though. I didn't was Kelly Bundy oh yeah she so some nice bicycle pants yeah like tight as you know anyway. sure boring go on no I love it or um go yeah go you don't want to you can't no. even visit it right I'm gonna go to a bunch of shit like boring things that nobody knows about and like that are movies. also painful and that are painful let's yeah. talk about the hair really quick okay your hair at that time at 16 at Kelly Bundy time so 16 yeah okay let's say 16 well I was going to rave so I crimped my pigtails <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and then i sprayed the shit out of it with body glitter oh so even do like this is a day look this is going to school or nighttime yeah probably day look too because i wanted to be like nobody better fuck with me yeah you know that's right I mean? that's how you show them is glitter yeah like look what i do on the weekends I'll not hang you. out with you idiots <laughs> at fucking keggers and shit <laughs> bye no way i got raves yeah Cr- crimping i mean there's photos out there Crimped pigtails. Crimped is mass. That's massive. Yep. Were they long pigtails or short, little shorty ones? Then they were long. Yeah. So I crimped the shit out of them. Sprayed the fucking hell out of them with glitter. Um, if you went to school, Georgia, and you have a picture of those crimped pigtails, we will pay up to $50 for you to post them on social media. I'll do it myself. Okay, Give, give me 50 bucks. No. <clears throat> My sister's like going through her photos right now. <laughs> Finally, that money. <laughs> I have no money. Um, should we read a home I think we should. That's going. the point. No, let's, let's keep going. I, let's not. Go. Let's not keep let's going. Let's not go. Let's never go back. Okay. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go, you you go, want first? Me to go first? I want you to go first. I have the paper in my hand. Okay. This first one uh, is from Claire. It's from last March. And it says... Uh, it's the subject line is just my hometown murder. So this is a person that's yeah. just about the basics. She's like, no bullshit. Here, I'm doing what you asked me to do. Yeah. Claire says, yeah. hi, ladies. Absolutely love the podcast. Although I listened to the current <gasps> episode before bed last night. So had no sleep. Oh, that's, well, that's good. That's I thought she was going to be like, so you guys need to stop being stupid idiots. That's it would be kind of great to start one of these with just a list of criticisms, yeah, 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 but then yeah, yeah. go into yeah. a hometown. Steven would never give us those because we know he would fall <laughs> apart. Oh, that's right. These are all pre-read. Yeah, Steven's like, delete, delete, He's delete. Too fragile. <laughs> I just wanted to share with you guys my hometown murder. Uh, smiley face, typing smiley face. Aw, Claire. <laughs> Claire. I like her. She's like, a, she's like your friend that you can go to no matter what. That's right. Um, Claire. I live in a little old New Zealand, in little old New Zealand, Aww. Claire. And one of the most famous, uh, and what the fuck murders, um, 
has to be the Crewe family, C-R-E-W-E, murders in 1970. Harvey and Jeanette Crewe were farmers who were shot dead in their home, then dumped in a river at a spot called Devil's Elbow. Why take them away from, why just not leave them? Well, they needed to be (laughs) dumped. They needed to be. Yeah. For, there must have been some kind of, and weighed down with a car axle. Why that? Because it's someone they know. They want to hide the bodies. Mm Mm-hmm. But want to hear this? Mm-hmm. It, well, it actually says no, the good. weird bit uh-huh. question mark. They had an 18 month old daughter, <gasps> Rochelle, who was alive in the house and was found about five days <gasps> after the murders. Someone had been going in and feeding no. and changing her diaper the whole time. What in the fucking fuck? What in the fuck? All of the fucks. Here's my immediate theory. Yeah. They didn't mean to have to shoot them. That's why they hid the bodies, they thought, was by weighing them down in a river. But they didn't, they weren't going to kill that baby, which means, like, to to support my accidental theory of, like, maybe burglars that were trying to get drug money or something. Yeah, or they knew too much. One of the people wanted to leave that baby, and the other person, like, we can't leave the baby. And maybe one of them was, like, said to their girlfriend, hey, like, this family needs our help. Like, just, and, like, so the person who was changing the baby and feeding the baby didn't even know that they were dead. Like, just thought I was supposed to come in and do this. Things. Oh, they're just like an outside hire. Yeah, just like could you do me a favor? Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be gone during the day, which like you could do when you're in the seventies. You leave your fucking baby for a little while. They just need someone to come in once a day and feed the baby and change the diaper. My baby's gonna hang out. Do not by herself. Yeah. this week. Right, right, right. Because she's got some stuff to do, but I have to go to work. Whatever you do, don't open the blood-soaked pantry. Yeah. But otherwise... swing by, change that diaper. Like, if you're hungry, have a snack out of the fridge. Hang out with Rochelle if you want to. Yeah, no biggie. All right, there's more. Okay. Arthur Allen Thomas was convicted of the murders twice before being acquitted after serving nine years. what? It turns out the police had planted the evidence. (gasps) Nobody else had been charged, but there are whispers that Jeanette's father had something to do with it. Her own oh, dad. That's weird. Uh, my mom has a laundry, which would make sense yes. if it's the grandfather. Why he would fucking take care of the grandchild? But then why not just take that baby? Because then, then it get would. Yeah. My mom has a laundry basket weaved by Arthur Allen Thomas. Oh dear! <laughs> when he was, well, while he was in prison, because you know she is just as weird as me. <laughs> Little old New Zealand. We don't have many murders, but when we do, we do them properly. Claire. Properly. Claire. Claire, we're coming to New Zealand. Claire, we're staying with you. I just picture Claire spinning in, on like a grassy hill right like now. Like a beautiful fabric, like flowery dress. But it's like a <laughs> yeah. sensible dress. Yeah. It's not like a fussy dress. No, no, no. It's something she can walk around in, maybe yeah. run if need be. Yeah, she's just trying to look feminine, but she doesn't want to be like, you know, fussy. Right. She's not going to be like, look at me. Yeah. It's just like, well, I'm, I'm wearing a dress. On a wanna... yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So thanks, you want to hear there. Papa and the Ho? <laughs> what? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, they wrote Papa. What's P-A-P-A-W? Papa. Papa. Yeah. And the quote, Ho. H-O. But here's what I have a problem with. Okay. When you mean Ho, but maybe he does mean Ho. Yep. I see the word yard in this. I haven't read it. And the quote, Ho, H-O-E. Everyone should know that if you mean like a, a bitch and a hoe, like H, you mean H O, not like H O E. Yes, and if you mean ho ho ho, like Santa Claus, H O H O. The H O E is like a garden tool, which I think is about to happen. Okay, us. okay. Papa and the hoe. Quote, hoe. 
So I was sitting at the bar drinking a beverage and in popped my and in popped my head was the memory of how my papa, aka grandfather, all caps, murdered his best friend. No. Yep. So our family has a farm just outside of Dallas, Texas. Fucking first mm-hmm. problem. Man. That's right. When I was a teenager, we traveled around a lot, so my grandfather and his friend quote Sarge ran the farm <laughs> oh his friend Sarge uh-huh. Sarge is one of those weathery old uh, skinny old preserved in whiskey kind of guys with a heart of gold I love Aww. him I remember his trailer being covered in bottle caps and cigarette butts but he also made us a cute playhouse and painted pink flowers on it just so on it so he was a softy at heart so a little background on their friendship they bickered a lot just about any little thing one I was sandwiched in and once I was sandwiched in an old pickup truck between them bickering about a septic tank Uh, as you do however they were friends forever so nothing really got too fighty so fast forward a few years and we get a call quote Sarge is dead my dad asked what happened and my grandfather said it was an accident oh my dad immediately flew back home to find out what happened and as it turns out the two old pals were bickering once again for some reason sarge got out of the car and then boom my grandfather ran him over and now he's dead what he snapped yeah realizing what had happened my grandfather ran to the neighbor's yard and claimed sarge had come at him with a hoe oh the neighbors came over and saw dead sarge but surprise surprise no hoe I don't know when he was able to get this by that. But by the time the police came, a hoe miraculously appeared next to Sarge. Sure. My grandfather was never charged. And I had to continue living life like it had never happened, which I always felt weird about because I was hugging a murderer every Christmas and Thanksgiving. (laughs) My dad and all his friends did a really cool Viking-style send-off for Sergeant set his trailer on fire and watched it burn while drinking a few shots in his honor. Oh, shit. Write this. Stephen, write this down. This is how I want to go. Oh, use that one pen. Light this apartment on fire, please. (laughs) Um, But wait, was, was Sarge inside? the trailer because that's the real viking pyre clear okay (laughs) i that'd be intense i mean is that legal i don't think so i think you have to have a permit to like dispose of a body you definitely have to talk to the city before you do i mean if they weren't gonna fucking convict this grandfather they were also like well but also i mean here's what i love she doesn't give him the benefit of the doubt at all it's just like he did it like a hoe appeared it wasn't like (laughs) so many the neighbors were like yeah there was never a hoe what if it rolled off to the side (laughs) <laughs> what if it got stuck in the grill of the truck that I he mean, had just hit him like you know it's like a hoe versus a like a truck i mean you just got to take care of business though if someone's coming at you with a hoe just get into a vehicle yeah, smash you got to do you ever wonder like this makes me think about those like those couples you see that bigger all the time you're like oh they're just you know they do this and it's cute and back and forth and then one of them ki- like not this happened to me but like you like if one of them killed the other one it wouldn't be as like charmingly bickery no that's where the charm would end i don't think how awkward is it when like a couple you know is like bickering like cutely but you're like i never think it's cute no well you know why my parents think it's cute they well do they or can they just not help it i think they can't show love to each other in public because it creeps them out either that or they don't love each other that much (laughs) and they want to get out but they can't figure out how to and they feel stuck and they blame the other person for their stuckness my god oh no 
No, I have not been through that. Did you? I didn't want to ask. <laughs> did you guys do that? You and your ex? No, no, never. Okay, we you, did. We were you not would understand that. Well, that would, would it, like that's what it would mean. I have had I've had dated guys where we fought a lot, but I think that was just when I was still drinking, and I thought I really like fighting, and I think it's so funny. much fun. It's fun and it's like a way to engage and get a very intense direct attention. Especially when it's not fighting. It's just like this cool argument of like, like, who do you think did it? And it's like, who killed who? And you're like, no, because this, it's like, not, I'm not calling you a stupid fucking idiot. I'm just like having fun. It's debate. It's, it's debate. debate. It's the difference between bickering and debate. Cause yeah. there's to me, bickering is like, you can't do anything right. And the person has to say it out loud in front of other and people. And you make them feel stupid. You're both of you are trying to make the other. That's the worst. Look and feel stupid. You know, the intent, like when you're on couples yes. who just kind of don't like each other, oh, no fun. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. No, it's not cool. I love it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> should I finish? What, what we were talking about something podcast? else. I don't know. We were going to go on. What are we doing? Where are we? What's happening? We've moved apartments. Why are we still doing this? Like <laughs> we're we can be done. We're like out of our element. We're yeah. in a brand new spot. Yeah. I haven't painted everything fucking seafoam green yet. That's right. So we just so it don't just know. Feels off. Yeah. Okay. Shots in his honor. That's when my home. That well, that's my hometown murder. I hope you guys enjoy. P.S. Uh oh. Shout out to Stephen. He was one of the first people I met when I moved to the U.S. over hey. from New Zealand. Steven. I couch surf with this girl I met. This girl met him at a party and moved. Nope. And had a bond over Kiwiland and now murder ever since. Do you remember Steven? I do. I do. Cool. And also I studied abroad in New Zealand. So oh, I'm, I'm very partial to like Kiwi murders because it's such a empty country where like, quaint as fuck. Yeah. It's quaint. As, and it's like the, the country's bigger than California, but has less than I think 6 million people. Wow. Oh, wow. Which is like LA has like 12 million. People. Yeah. Is it yeah. really That's like crazy. charming and cute? Yeah, My it, sister went there once. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's beautiful and there's no people there. So it's great. Karen. That's amazing. Steven, let's move there now. I like this idea that Steven would pick a hometown murder that then would draw something <laughs> out of Steven that we get to Aww. learn. Like, well, I would have never known. No, certainly would never have asked <laughs> then we get to know it good call Steven, Steven. everyone okay. should be a little bit about you I don't think this is <laughs> no, this no. is buried so deep though that I don't think you would have done that on purpose no let's pretend everyone's about him and then so we're gonna turn everyone and then be like what is it Steven Steven's like well I want you to call me Sarge from now on <laughs> Oh, people are going to do that. I mean, they better. Stephen <laughs> Sarge Ray Morris from now on. Sarge Ray Morris. Wait, please note I stayed sexy and didn't get murdered, even though I will put myself in a potentially high-risk, murdery couch surfing situation and came out of it with a lovely Hitler mustached friend. Nice. <laughs> That's right. Clearly, he didn't want. <laughs> Can't wait to see you guys in Austin. Uh, is it Ansonia? Yeah, that's how you say it. Did I say that right? And Sonia. And Sonia. That's well a done. beautiful name. She said that recently. Okay. Good job, you guys. Love it. That was good. Thank you. And Sonia. Uh, let's see. Where, where's the other one I did? Um, oh, here it is. Um, again, my hometown murder. Just the basics. You know what? Sometimes you don't need a fucking frill. Yeah. Maybe that's that's how we're going to be for 2017 and we don't even know it. You know what this is? It's not putting a fucking parsley garnish on it. You're just yeah. like, here's my fucking dish. Yeah. I don't roast. need to slice up oranges for you. No. You don't need, you're not going to eat it. We know, yeah. no, you don't fucking eat it. That's right. You always push it off and put it on yeah. the table anyway. Because you know why? There's fingers all over, like have been touching it. It's fingers. And also I'm eating scrambled eggs. I don't want orange no, in it. Nobody does. All Except right. your, like your dad, your old dad. Your weird old dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant-quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made-in, made-in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Karen in Georgia. I'm happy to share the story of my favorite hometown murder. It's a weird one. It took place in 1999 in Jackson, Michigan. I just like to start. I'm happy to share my story. Aww. Aren't we all? He's like, I've been waiting since 1999 <laughs> to share my story. Check your fucking email. <laughs> A guy named Kip ran a restaurant called Kip's Tacos. (laughs) All of it. That's it. Let's go to the next one. (laughs) Oh, my God. If the taco meat was was a body, I would cry. This is... It, anytime we laugh like this at the top, it turns on us yeah, so like, hard. Oh, that's depressing. Just the name Kip's Tacos is like something I would make up and try to put into a script. I'm just saying. It's a really like... This whole podcast is something you'd put in a script it, and be like, just kidding. Of, it kind of is. But Kip's Tacos is like, what's a wider name than Kip? Yeah, yeah, and it's like, like, oh, so Kip made the tacos? Yeah, don't go get Kip's Tacos. So Kip cut up hot dogs and some Velveeta <laughs> and stuck it in an old shell. Kip made tacos twice at like a cookout and never I was like, yeah, Kip, you should open a taco place. And I was like, all right. And open okay, a taco fine. Place. Yeah. It's either that or be an accountant. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. We're going to regret saying all of that. I know, I know. A guy named Kip ran a restaurant called Kip's Tacos with his wife, Patricia. One day he apparently looked up at her, thought she was the devil. Oh, dear. And beat her to death with a pipe. Whoa. See? it's That's not funny. Out of nowhere. Then he chopped up the... Oh, girl. Did he cook her? He cooked well, her. Then he chopped up the body and cooked parts of it in the restaurant's kitchen. Yep. I see Kip's tacos are not funny anymore. I, mean, I don't. Were we, were we wrong? No. That's were we wrong kind, to not eat at a place called Kip's Tacos? Yeah. I mean, it's you've just got to go with like if it's a taco place. How many people of Latin descent are inside yeah. of that place? Yeah. That's where you go. And don't give me like, well, tacos are Americanized now. It's like, well, no. No. You don't get to do that. No way. <clears throat> I don't remember there being any evidence that he ate her, and luckily no one else did either. That's really good news. Mm-hmm. The restaurant was being, uh, the restaurant was closed at the time because Kip was recovering from brain surgery. Oh, oh my God. He'd had a major blood clot removed <gasps> a week or so before the murder. They fucked with his brain. The police caught him two days later when he was spotting spotted leaving his wife's uh, severed head in a box on the neighbor's porch he they they fucking pokey poked out some fucking major part of that thing that at the original trial his defense claimed temporary insanity caused by the brain surgery yeah the I buy jury, it. I buy it too. The jury didn't buy it. Well, <laughs> he literally all... says that the next line. The jury didn't buy <laughs> well, it. Karen and Georgia. He was convicted of murder. Um, not laughing at that. Many years later, he appealed with a new defense of what do you think it might have been? Brain problems. No, it's not brain. Uh, it's something else. Taco crazy. What's taco related? That you that could make you maybe a little crazy, but also is stupid defense. Tortilla. I don't know <laughs> what marijuana induced psychosis. What's that to do with tacos? <laughs> That's so stupid. I don't know. Oh, because you eat a lot of tacos eat? when you're high. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. sure. Marijuana induced. That's not a thing. He tried. Dude, go with the fucking. You just had brain surgery. The brain surgery. Like, everyone who smokes pot is like chill as fuck. They do, will not kill. No, they will eat your tacos. Sure. That's all. Yeah. So it's many years later he appealed with a new defense of marijuana induced psychosis. He never got a new trial and remains in prison. Kip's tacos sat vacant for several years after the murder, I would imagine. Eventually the building was sold and the new owners auctioned off the equipment. Not sure how that's ethical or legal. Steve's tacos. (laughs) It's now called Chips Tacos. Chips tacos. (laughs) At least that's like you can get some chip you get free chips with it. You know what I mean? Well and also what kind of fucking 
Have you been to these places that like charge for chips and salsa? Don't, oh, right. Don't yeah. come at me. Yes. Absorb it into the price of the tacos. Here's the thing. What? If it's absorbed in, they'll give you like 11 chips. Oh. But if you say, I'm I'm fine paying, they will give you... 400. 4,000. Yes. It's <laughs> like, I've had like an entire bag full. I was like, I just want to decide to yeah, make yeah, sure yeah. that I kind of got to eat a couple chips too many. Like in between and like to clean up the, the taco. Get some of that salsa shavings. bar or whatever. Yeah. But then, no, you can eat chips for like two weeks and if you'll you pay $1.25. And you'll do it. And you will do it. You know, my my grandma used to make me go get her, um, you know, those like wonton crackers they have at like, ch- like good Chinese places that you get before f- the food comes and you dip them in like oh, sweet yes. and sour and mustard. Like yes. I'd get her those just for Hanukkah, like a bag of those because she was so, yes. so tough. <laughs> You mean like a big full bag? Yeah, I oh go there and I'd be like, can I get them? And then like, they loved her there. And they were like, yeah, it'll cost a buck. And I'm like, great, give me eight of them. And yes. like, just bring them home for her. That's a really good, that's such that's a snack. treat because yeah. you would never have it. But they would like, they would um, withstand the the journey. Yeah. You, those would be yeah. good for days. They were great. We had her um, her funeral party. There? Yeah. Is that a thing? A wake. Foo's Palace, everyone. And if you're in LA, best fucking Chinese food. Foo's Palace? Had. Yeah. Oh, nice. I've never heard of that. Pico and Robertson's like an old school Chinese place. It's amazing. I once made my friend for his birthday because he really loved bacon. This was back before bacon was like a trend and people talked about it it's on not, fucking yeah, Tumblr all now. the time. Right. Um, I made him a bag of bacon. So it was just like, I just made like, I think two packages of bacon <laughs> and stuck so it in a brown cute. bag. And then I was like, happy birthday. And he was so like No one had gotten him that before It was He was stoked It was exactly what he wanted That's adorable Mm -hmm. Yeah I love that Thank you Me too I was very proud of that gift And how happy it made What I should like request from you Oh I will observe your behaviors And I will give you a thing That you don't realize You want a bag of bag of cats (laughs) (laughs) Um Thank you (laughs) Okay I hated you from then on Okay Okay, one more. All right. I was friends with my hometown murderer. Ooh. Hi, Karen and Georgia. I just started listening to your podcast recently at the suggestion of my sister. Sister. Every time. Sisters are doing it for, the, for each other. And I love it. I think that you ladies are too funny. I did a spit take while listening to your first episode when the phrase, quote, murder, murder cuttlefish was used. What? That had to be you because I, I don't know. What that <laughs> I have no is. idea what that meant. <laughs> my hometown murder story is about a friend that I had throughout elementary and junior high. The entirety of these events took place in my hometown of Calgary, Alberta. Mm -hmm. I was pretty good friends with this girl, particularly in seventh and eighth grade. Her name is Shelby Herchak. She had, she and I had several classes together. I'm assuming she's the murderer if she gave me her name or the deceased. Yes. Several classes together, shared many sleepovers. We lived somewhat close and saw each other quite often. We ended up going to different high schools and quickly fell out of touch. In 2010, when Shelby was 18, she had a baby. A little less than a month after giving birth, Shelby killed her baby. No, Shelby. She had gone out to a club that evening and gotten pretty drunk for someone who recently gave birth. Initially, do you get drunker when you give birth? Uh, I guess you have a lower tolerance because you haven't had a drink ideally in nine months. Although it's a whole month later. I just don't know. I feel like three days later, I'd be like, all right, let's clear all this out. Although, no, actually, because you have to, I think you can't drink that much because of nursing, right? Well, you can still... Pump and I don't think that affects. We have no idea. I mean, what we're I'm talking. never. I I've mean, ne- this thing is sewn up. No. Like it's not fucking happening. Oh. 
<laughs> like Annie Sprinkle, you just sew that thing up. Yeah, just like later days to my womb. Um, da 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 da, killer baby. Go the gotten pretty drunk for some da da da. Initially, she posted on Facebook that her son had had a seizure and no. died naturally, which is why you don't post these things on Facebook. You don't have to explain to Facebook anything yeah. ever you just have to remember that please everyone a couple days later she was arrested the doctors who examined the baby determined that he had died of blunt force trauma mm. and that he was also recovering from a previous head injury okay so she was not handling it monster in court she claimed that a friend's dog had knocked the baby a few weeks prior Mm-mm. the court had none of her shenanigans and gave her five and a half years in prison for manslaughter even though she never gave a proper confession I will say this if you hurt your child and you go to jail as a woman your life is living hell it's like like I, I hear yeah. on par yeah. with how they do what they do to pedophiles yeah in women's prison if they know that you like that's the lowest of the low it's the lowest of the low they make your life hell good I mean I know that you know I know a little justice yes things things like that are like there's, you know. there's, um, what's it called? There's like a pecking order, and these horrible people, rightfully so, should be, they should be fucked with in the same way that they're the people who trusted them were fucked with. I mean, yeah, like pedophiles and child killers. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> okay, it wasn't until she was talking with members of her parole board, like five years later, that Shelby fully confessed. She admitted to having anger and substance abuse issues, and that she would take it out on the baby. She said that she would angrily toss. I don't know no, if I should keep her. Yeah. I mean, do we need it? About no. Is it bad? Her sentence ended this past November. Stephen, what are you doing? <laughs> Looking back, she seemed like the type to do something crazy. I hope you enjoyed my very distant brush with murder. Keep up the excellent work. Cheers, Emily. Emily, that is not a distant brush. No. You had sleepovers you with this girl. You could have done something about <laughs> shaving you. Emily. We accuse you, Emily. <laughs> How could you? J'accuse. Yeah. Which is something someone from Montreal would say. That's a different part of Canada. Um, I don't know. I don't know Spanish. Can, uh. <laughs> can I just say that Shelby Hockstecker or whatever that girl's mm-hmm. last name? It was such a Canadian name oh, yeah. when she first said it. It was so like. So she's out of prison now. Yeah. Isn't it weird like someone like that could be um, like into murder, like a murderino, and like be like, yeah, I love you know, and, like not understand the connection between like her liking serial killers and her being a murderer herself. Like, she's not herself yeah she's oh not. you're just saying if she is i was like emily did not do this crime no, no, no emily emily's cool <laughs> shelby hofstetter right right like what if she's like yeah i'm really into serial killers I'm like no you're not allowed to be into serial killers because you're a monster i mean i feel like that's the typical you know the, the lack of self-awareness yeah. that your average uh, murderer it's not the same thing and i was i was 18 and i was in a bad place you know like well but here's the thing if she got sober in jail and then she has to live with the things she did on drugs, which is kill her own child. That is, I mean, we just have to look at that side too. I just don't, oh. but no. I know. Because what percent of drug addicts kill their own kids? I bet it's a real small. I bet it is really And small. so some fucking heroin addict who's like just crazy addicted might walk away from their family and kids. No, the but, killing is a different area. Yeah. But what percentage of people who kill their children are on drugs? I bet that's yeah. kind of high. Yeah. And like legitimately wouldn't have done it ever if that hadn't happened. This is a bad area, Emily. Let's read one more. Okay. 
Oh, let's make it a happy. <laughs> yeah, let's get a good. Can you up- make it happy? <laughs> let's get an upbeat murder. <laughs> let's get. This might be good. Okay. Okay. I think these two pages go together. <laughs> it would oh be kind no. of funny if we started one. Of, no, okay, dude. That's right, that's mix right. them up and We're, let's have some fun. <laughs> um. Okay. Now I haven't read through this. So. Good. Well, this is going to be a, a, a dice roll, but it looks pretty good. It's from Haley, and it was from January 8th of 2016. So she's like an original Aww, emailer. Thank you. And this is called My Mom the Murder Magnet, an email from a reenactment actor. Mm. Oh, so I think I may have seen that there's um, a woman posted her pictures on Twitter. She got to play a dead body on like a CSI show. Like Do you remember that, Stephen? No, this was a oh, little while ago. No. I would say it was like last summer. Ooh. Um, and it was pretty amazing so this might be the same person okay i'm not going to tell you ladies how much i love the podcast because it's fucking annoying and pandering when people do that okay so my mom (laughs) no cut it out no don't read this fuck her don't fucking read this Haley. fuck you okay so my mom who's the dictionary definition of a sweet baby angel or angle up to you has somehow always had in her life been in a five mile radius of a serial killer now i'm sure we are all always in a five mile radius of a serial killer but the difference is that we don't have to know about it. Yeah. My mom grew up in Ellensburg, Washington, which is basically bumfuck nowhere with a state university located smack in the middle of town. I know where this is going to go. Uh-oh. Naturally, she went to the University of Central Washington. Uh, while she was there, Ted Bundy kidnapped <gasps> any, and murdered Elaine Rancourt. Oh Elaine was walking from campus to the movie theater in town, and Ted was prowling the campus, approaching girls with his arm in a sling, asking for help. Uh-huh. My mom was not any of these girls, but she was on campus at the time. Fast forward, my mom has moved to Kent, a suburb just south of Seattle, and lives in a house with my dad and yours truly. I don't have any memories from this house, but I specifically remember my parents constantly talking with our next-door neighbor. Holy shit. Turns out my neighbor was the prosecutor. Oh, okay. My neighbor was the prosecutor on the Gary Ridgeway case, the Green River Killer. All those years he was meeting with my parents, he was updating them on the case and what was happening. And they were cool as shit. Right? While they were where they were finding bodies. Since my mom was working a working paralegal at the time, I guess he thought it was okay to divulge details to her. It's illegal. Is that illegal? I think so. He was just like, they found another one down by the so and so. How could you not gossip about that? Oh, it's how can you keep it to yourself? It went on for years. It's like, right. you either tell your neighbors or your kids, like, which one? <laughs> yeah. <Pick> one. <laughs> he made the right choice. Yeah. When I go home, there is one road we always drive down that has a ravine next to it. As a child, I always had a weird feeling about that road. And to this day, I am convinced one of his victims is down there. And that's just her personal feeling. Uh, later, when I was in high school, I learned that my best friend's mom was Rich Ridgeway's corrections officer. Fuck. She said he was very... Very nice, but mostly kept to himself. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Red flag. Um, I also had a friend in high school whose brother went crazy one night and tried to murder his entire family. After this happened, I would go over, still go over to their house and he was always there. That's really all I can say about what that. What in the fucking fuck? Haley, are you a compulsive liar? <laughs> um, finally, I think you should totally fucking appreciate this. I've been a reenactment actor on the show on ID. While my person didn't end up killing the person she stabbed, I did find her on Facebook and was <laughs> able to go back through her timeline and see when these things Oh happened. my God. That is <laughs> Haley, so you're out of your mind. Cool. You're out of your mind. Um, Don't say that. Keep, sorry, Haley, we're 100%. We support you. She might come 
like have a serial killer move in next to you <laughs> she might come make friends with a paralegal yeah, like she's fine <laughs> uh oh she's trying to get tickets for when we go to oakland she lives in marin do 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 oh she loves hearing us talk about the bay i mean you know now it's half Haley's show this email is so long <laughs> stay fucking stay fucking sexy don't get murdered at least until after the oakland show <laughs> then you're on your own well done that was great yeah. what if we went to seattle are we going to seattle yeah let's go to the i really want to see what the green bay killer nope the green uh, river thank you yeah <laughs> that's for that's when we go to wisconsin yeah. yeah um i want to see the locations because you know i don't understand how picturesque it is and i think it's pretty fucking picturesque and in I'm yeah green bay or what <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Uh, the whole Ted Bundy, uh, he was walking with a sling and all this shit, which I feel like he must have approached like a hundred women to get one because there's so many did. women that are like, there's so many girls that email us like, my mom. No, you know. he really did. Okay. He kind of didn't give a fuck. He yeah. would do it a lot. He kept going. All right. So I posted this like really hot photo of Vince at like 20 years old on my Instagram the other day. And someone, oops, someone said, uh, hang on, I have to read this. Okay. Uh, her name is The K's, the C-A-Y-S. She wrote, she commented, 10 out of 10 would help him carry things to his VW if his arm was in a sling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that hits me on so many levels. Vince's Ted Bundy hot. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been this mini-sode. Yeah. Thanks for listening, you guys. Those were good. Yeah. Um, uh, keep writing them to us. We're at uh, my favorite murder at Gmail. Say hi to Steven when you write them, because we're not. And most of all, stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Bye. Elvis, you want a cookie? Want a cookie? Ah! That's right.